yards. It bounces off the crossbar, and it's good! Oh my, oh my goodness! Welcome to Hensley's Hangout with Kyle and Pat. What's up, Pat? How you doing today? I'm doing great, Kyle. How are you? I spent the entire day uh, painting the garage out back. This is kind of the last project I want to get done during paternity leave. So I'm on the side toward the alley. I was out there up on a ladder all day, my arms over my head. I'm feeling like uh, like Tim Allen from Home Improvement. I've been working on my on my my Tim Allen impression. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> uh, sounds pretty good to me. I got, I got the, uh, I got the original pulled up on YouTube. What do you all think? Right, all right, let's see what it sounds like. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Well, I'm gonna have to keep working on it. Yeah, I can't wait till you go back to work for real and have to do that shit again. <laughs> so what? Uh, what you? So right now we're in our week three of uh, Hensley's Hangout. Oh yeah, right. Third episode of Hensley's Hangout. Here we're recapping what's going on in the Cashman's Heroes Fantasy Football League. Obviously, we have an audience of 10, but I, I've heard that upwards of 20 people have been listening to this, so yeah. uh, big things coming. Undefeated Eagles and Dolphins so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we feel about those teams? Are they real or are they not? Honestly, I, I, my gut is that they're both real. I mean, Tua could fall apart at any moment. What did he come back from a, like, concussion scare during that game yeah he like his body just shut down after his head yeah i mean that's that's gonna be it it's just can Tua hang on so far they look freaking awesome yeah. their defense looks legit too and the eagles i was looking at them and their schedule and they have an absolute cakewalk of a joke of a schedule and if they can sustain this offensive output i think they're gonna be Whoa. a strong team in the nfc least in other news the ravens sweat out another win so they're oh. two and one and uh we may have Injured Mac Jones in the process. Yes. Somehow he has a high ankle sprain, which requires surgery. He's getting surgery? Oh, shit. That's what they discussed um, when Schefter broke it. But hmm. I was like, how do you get surgery on that? Uh, I don't know. But so who's their backup? Brian Hoyer. Oh, hell yeah. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Voldemort himself. <laughs> uh, the game should not have been as close as it no, was. No, but hey, Lamar's been balling out. Yeah. So we're happy. And we're going to get into this a little bit later on. We're calling in with uh, our two Florida correspondents, Hunter and Adam, uh, while they sweat out this Hurricane Ian that's rolling through. <clears throat> so um, we'll talk more about the Ravens later. Um, anything else you want to talk about up top? Uh, royal Wedding's over. Oh, of course. Are you hungover still? No, I actually felt really good on Sunday. Just very tired, and uh, it was a great time. Did you have fun? I had a great time. Beautiful venue. Uh, live band was a really nice touch. Yeah, that was good stuff. That was straight out of PG County right there. Mm, that oh, was yeah, love. no doubt. The uh, the Stellas were flowing. Yeah, Stellas, High Noons. <laughs> the Crab Cakes were fire. The Crab Cakes were fire. Yeah, great wedding for sure. So, um, okay, getting into week three. Uh, let's, first of all, I guess just high level, how are you feeling after week three? So, I'm feeling great. Uh, my mm. team is kicking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. You know, we grabbed the... Donnie's tab is still running, as Josh said. It's got the highest score two weeks in a row. Not even, and honestly, looking at your points for, you're like 50 plus points ahead of the next closest. Team. Oh yeah, I saw that, but I'm just going to keep the train rolling. Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice though, down week for the league, five out of ten teams didn't even break a hundred when we don't, and when we have super flexes, 
and all that. So I don't know if it's injuries or guys just being having a down week, but I just thought that was pretty interesting. I guess we ha- our first thing is uh, I guess I'm the Malort guy this week, which I have not been looking forward to. You and I both picked Brennan and myself to win, which were both correct. You picked yourself, Prudence, and Dan Erdman, and I picked Heflin, Mundus, and Dennis. And I was really, really happy that Joe Dennis made me happy because that was a, that was a long shot pick. And yep. I almost other, went five for five. Yes, you did. And also, those picks, though, they were all very close games except for yours for the most part. I think you won by like 16 or 20 points. Yeah. And uh, But, again, Paul still fucks me from the grave. Lost by five points to Prudence. <laughs> so, this is he's the reason why I'm blaming him on the Malort shot. Well, this is a fresh bottle of Malort that we're opening. So, I'm just going to open this on the microphone. Oof. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. So... For anyone who hasn't had the pleasure of trying Malort before, Malort is a, uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it an herbal spirit that is uh, a, a, a favorite in Chicago, kind of infamous, because it kind of tastes a little bit like somewhere between uh, grapefruit rind and motor oil. Mm. Uh, it's a strong, it's a strong, it's a strong flavor. You know you're not helping me with having to take this. You could have just said, like, it's a liqueur. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ain't that. Okay, well, I've had it before, so it's not that this is my first time, and you gave it to me in Chicago, but uh, <laughs> what I'm cheering to is that I hope that week four is better for me, and you'll be drinking this next week, so here we go. Bottoms up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> that was bitter, but it wasn't sweet. <laughs> oh, okay. So, let's get into week, week three recap. Oh. So uh, I'll, I'll let you recover for a second and, and talk about myself a little. Uh, I faced off against the Heflin Syndicate. Uh, last week, I was hoping that I'd be able to pick the right RB combo with my, my kind of like RB3. I have like five or six Can we just name RB3s. your running back room the fuck around gang? I picked Brendan to win. Uh, there were some poor showings. I, I literally said J- J- JT, Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. and Justin Jefferson were going to come back. Justin Both Jefferson... The- Shit the bed. Yeah, he had a bad week. He's had two bad weeks in a row after a strong week one, and they kind of let me down for and why I'm taking them alerts. But you know, I'm I'm the number one CD Lamb hater. Yes, you are. Uh, which but, is odd. But you know what? He came back. He got almost 23 points last week. I just don't understand. Why, why, why do you think he sucks? I mean, you saw his drops. I did not. I was playing softball. Oh, this shit was egregious. He can't, he, like right now, he's got the twenty three points, and it's like, okay, he did pull pull through, but he should have had like so, thirty five. So that's points. the whole thing is like fantasy. Like you see a score, mm-hmm. but you don't realize like the game in context. Like right, how many guys when they do fantasy assessments at the beginning of the season, they're like, oh, they're always going to be behind. So yeah. it's like they're going to pick up points in garbage time like the Matt Stafford when he played for the Lions was always like a good fantasy quarterback for that regard you do have to give Brendan an apology though I do Brendan sorry deeply from the bottom of my heart for saying that Jahan Dotson was a must start this week uh Brendan I want to say you started Tyler Boyd last week and he sucked and I I gave you shit for it because Jahan Dotson played really well this week obviously it was a flip-flop let's move on to Mundus's last rep versus Prudence Delilah this week it was a tough week for Mundus I want to say he was favored going into the week, and uh, you know a lot of a lot of unlucky performances on on his side. Yeah, he uh, he fucked me again. Uh, Paul continues. Paul, I think, is my nemesis in this league. <laughs> he uh, he definitely had some rough starts, um, but one of the things that's really been going well for him is uh, James Robinson. Oh yeah, who Dude, they said at the, the beginning of the season that like 
Achilles is going to hamper him. Achilles is going to hamper him. Uh, yeah. Travis Etienne's a guy. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Travis Etienne is not the guy. James Robinson has been nothing but he stellar so for them. He looks so freaking good, too. He's a yes. walking highlight reel with and one they said Achilles that, tendon. They said that last year, too, even when Etienne was drafted, that mm-hmm. he wasn't going to do that well, and he still did well. And he was undrafted like coming out of college. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I mean, and, D- and Paul's going to have a rough couple weeks. So I'm going to probably reinstitute trade talks with him. Um, he Just for everybody's context paul has a uh nice little powerful tight end stable in his backyard and he's got to stop starting george kittle yes so george kittle actually was brought up in trade talks mm. and so i have an abundance of running backs paul has some tight ends i have a decent tight end with hawkinson but i just would like a little bit more depth mm-hmm. and uh, paul has that um so maybe with deandre swift being hurt and mm. not having a deep room we can maybe work out a deal but he wanted uh leonard Fournette for uh you know Zach Hurts, and I told okay. him to fuck himself respectfully. Yeah, that makes sense. And he and he did try to offload George Kittle. It's two old guys, though, in his defense. Like, what's Lombardi Lenny look like next he's year? He's 27. He's only 27? Yeah, I know. He looks like he's 47. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's probably got a couple good years left in him. And uh, But Prudence, sneaky 2-1. He's having uh-huh. like a... Extremely sneaky 2-1. Yep. He's getting some decent output from Cortland Sutton, and that's about it from yeah, the Broncos. I, uh, so when I picked him to win this game, it's because I thought Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady were going to bounce back, and they I, I, they didn't shit the bed, but they definitely didn't bounce back. So it, so the one thing that they got right about that game was that it was going to be a close game, mm. but they didn't say it was going to be 14-12. to 12. Yeah, what the... <laughs> and it wasn't like bad weather or anything. I mean, the only thing I will say is that the Bucks had the fuck around gang at wide receiver right they had no julio no godwin no evans yeah, they had big, cole beasley coming off the street dude big uh big russell gage week i guess my question regarding brady and rogers is just like can those guys ever get back to being qb ones easy easy answer is for me is no just because rogers has doesn't have Devonte adams anymore mm-hmm. um another year older uh, I just haven't seen the output from him, and he's got a young wide receiving core and a bank, an older receiving core. Sammy Watkins on IR again, shocker. Uh, I do like what I see from Romeo Dubs. I think he's going to yep. be a guy going forward for them. Tyler, I just want to say, great draft pick. Yep, that was a good draft pick. And uh, but and then Brady on the other hand, he's going through a midlife crisis with his wife at home. Mm. His wide receivers are banged up, won't and aren't staying healthy. The offensive line's not as consistent as it used to be. I don't know. I just uh, let me ask you. Let me kick it back to you. If anybody's going to have a big game between those two, who's it going to be? I think it's got to be Brady. He's got the weapons. You know. I think what Evans is back next week. Godwin's going to is he back yet? He's not. Nope. He'll be back sooner or later. Adam might be cursing Chris Godwin. Julio doesn't look that bad. No, he doesn't. Uh, I mean, I, I think that if anybody's going to do it, it's Brady, just because he's got the receivers. Whereas it's kind of a developing situation so, with Rodgers. I think. To put an end to this conversation, Rodgers has the bigger boom or the the biggest click consistency, but Brady has the boom potential. Yeah, but and also, you know, as we kind of like piggybacking off our Eagles conversation, we just realized that Hunter has Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, and Dallas Goddard all in the same team. Freaking and stacked. And imagine if he started all three of them this week, he would have beat Mundus into the ground. I mean, that's a freaking that's a high testosterone move starting three players from the same team. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually doing it this week with Jared Goff, TJ Hawkinson, and Amon Ross St. Brown if he's healthy. Is it, yeah, isn't he hurt? You think he's going to play? 
Apparently, he's got an ankle sprain, but we'll see. If not, I uh, I have some options, and we'll that get feels to that like, when we... That feels like a cursed play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown has been as good as they've come so far to start yeah. the season. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I it, it is kind of weird starting three guys at once from the same team, but, I mean, it, some, I mean, with the Eagles firing on all cylinders, I think that could be a possibility. So, one last question for you on this matchup is just regarding the Broncos and Cortland Sutton. Uh, watching the Broncos right now is mm. really painful. Mm. It's horrible. It's very surprising, too. Russ sucks. <sighs> yeah, I'm just like so taken back by how bad they are to start. And, but, but they still are 2-1. Geno Smith has scored more points than Russell Wilson in fantasy every week. Is it fair to say that the Seahawks won the Russell Wilson trade so far? <laughs> <laughs> they actually did debate that on part oh my, of my take. And oh, it's my like, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what what did the Seahawks one and two? Yeah. Okay. Well, but the, like, can you start anyone other than Cortland Sutton right now? I think. Can you start them? Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon are still one hundred percent splitting carries and touches. Right. Javante, so can you start either? Like, is either one a good start? I looked at their schedule. They have some pretty easy games coming up. I think they got the Raiders this week or so, and that could be a team that like. Yeah. Who are in the doghouse of like right. going downhill real fast? Right. Jerry Judy, I think, has got a lot of potential. He's really good, and I think Russ's games. Um, this, I think, this could be just a new coach, new quarterback, new system right. jitters. I hope. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, the Raiders are the only zero and three team in the league. Mildly surprising. Mildly surprising. Not what I would have expected either. And when the Jaguars are two and one and just beat the Chargers, that is mildly surprising. How long have the Jags been around? Like 94. Okay, wow. Don't ever ask my dad uh, how he feels about Paul Tagliabue, by the way. He gave expansion franchises to Carolina and Jacksonville before Baltimore. And how, yeah. Well, look at us now. Yeah, (laughs) two-time champs. (laughs) So moving on to McCracken versus Boakland. This is really the tallest midget going on right here. Boakland won with almost 94 points, not even 94 points. Which we thought at the beginning of the week was going to be like, a 125-129 matchup. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones, What he, he had a shitty first week, a blow-up second week, and a shitty third week. Joe Mixon, basically the same story. Uh, really, it's it's Cooper Cup that's totally rock-solid. And uh, it, who'd have thought that Trevor Lawrence was going to be outscoring Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, this is what they drafted him for. I mean, mm-hmm. um, speaking of coaches, I mean... Who's he looks Trevor, good, man. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence could have been a, like a... Urban Meyer was holding him back. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's really taken the next step forward. Uh, Jaguars definitely invested in that offense. They put wide receivers around him. I mean, not yep. I wouldn't necessarily say the best wide receivers, but, but they're, they're getting, system guys. They're getting play tight end. They got sure. like decent output out of Evan Ingram. Like oh, yeah. you know, they got they got some good stuff. I mean, one thing I did notice from uh, Ernie McRaven was that Alvin Kamara was on the bench. You got to think that was probably a, just a last minute mess up. Maybe, but I mean, he didn't have a good week. Like, he only had six points, but it's like going into that game against, I believe, the Panthers. And, yeah, and. He was a last-minute they, – they only decided he was playing at the yeah, last minute. Yeah, and I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference in the game, but I just like – this is what I was talking about with like yeah. people that need to be automatic starts, like Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara and any if fantasy league that wasn't – yeah, when he's healthy, mm-hmm. um, is a top 10, 15 player. I mean, yeah, he's got Daryl Henderson who sucks mm. and A.J. Dillon who is really good but also had a – you know, it was just a shitty game. Yep, exactly. Bad beats for Boakland on Mixon Jones. Williams, and, Brandon Cooks, and when's uh, speaking of uh, 
physically unable to perform list. When does Brendan get back in our league? Sometime in October. So that's oh yeah, that's soon next month. So you just set his lineup based on highest projections, right? And he's three and zero. So hint, hint, wink, wink, guys. <laughs> Usually highest projections and high average wow. draft position will take you to, to the, wow. the promised land. Yeah, he's not wrong. Up next, who we got? Oh, you versus Nate McGrill's birthday. Happy birthday, Nate. Just happy, want to say yep, that. Happy birthday, top. Nate. But um, a tough week for Nate's, Nate McGrill's birthday. Yeah, I mean. Once again. I mean, don't want to beat a kid while he's down, but we said last week when we were making our picks, this wasn't even going to be close. I think I beat him by a comfortable 60. 65. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it's uh, it, it, we knew this was going to be a bloodbath. Donnie's looking like a juggernaut this year. Uh, definitely, you know, not close for the most points so far this year. He's got a weird but really great group of yeah. running backs right now. Who would have thought that, like, okay. And when, you, and when you say weird, what do you mean? Just, like, Damian Pierce, like, this early he's blowing up. I mean, he's playing so – played the Bears. Yeah. I picked him up. Yeah, and the, And enough. so, like – and I actually looked back because I was going between him – Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Adam mm-hmm. Thielen, mm-hmm. Jared Goff. They all scored about the same amount of points, so it's like right. it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. But, I mean, he's, they still had to pr- produce. And yeah. I love, you know, Nick Chubb. They were discounting him playing. He's still killing it. Uh, you have, like, seven playable running backs right now. I'm aware. And it's yeah. really nice. It's yeah. real, it takes a lot of stress off. I mean, so what's, so what's the move for you? You were talking about maybe trading for some tight end depth. So I've thought about it and, like, you know – I picked up Tyler Conklin, who's actually been pretty solid for the Jets as a tight end, as a backup guy. But I Tough mean, to bank on anybody yeah, once uh, Zach Wilson's back. I mean, the people that I'd be willing to part ways with are like my fifth and sixth guys. Like, I really like what I'm seeing from Nick Chubb, mm-hmm, uh, of Lombardi Lenny, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire's okay, Damian Pierce is like, but like Travis Etienne. I mean, they're just, I don't know. I just. I like what's going on with the running back room. And I think my wide receivers are pretty damn good, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I got Amon Ross, St. Brown, Mike Evans, you know. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, by the way, is still suspended on my team. And mm-hmm. uh, another guy that I might be plugging into my starting lineup this week is uh, Chris Olave. I was about to ask. He's He's got it. He's a must-start right now. So he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, but the, the touchdown is definitely coming. I mean, especially because uh, – Michael Thomas is banged up, right? Shocker. Right, of course. We knew that was coming. This Olave. is why I wanted Olave because, yeah. you know, He's Michael cash. Thomas, even when Michael Thomas is healthy, Chris Olave benefits. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jarvis Landry is there for like a year or two maybe. And even with Jameis Winston, like I, he's just going to get targets. And mm-hmm. I just think like, you know, Olave, like he's – I don't know if he's going to get the start yet, but if I, I, actually if Amon Ross St. Brown isn't good to go, he's definitely getting the plug. Yeah, who are they playing this week? They're in London. Oh. Yeah, don't start him. Never mind. Yeah, yeah I, wait, that, that's wait until and against the yeah. Vikings too. It's going to be tough, but um, we'll see. Um, but by the way, MVP on the fantasy field and off the fantasy field, Lamar Jackson. Oh, of course. He's got 103 fantasy points so far. The next closest person has 87. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's had back to back 40 point weeks. Wow. Yeah, I mean, pay the man. Yeah. No. And look, we'll we'll talk about it once we get the uh, Florida correspondence on the line, but. He's balling out of control. Yeah, the only and just to kind of kick it to Adam and try to not to like kill him too bad. He has to be, you know, pretty happy with the Steelers so far with uh, Najee and Deontay Johnson. They're but they're the only bright spots on the team. Fireman's okay, but those two guys are they're going to be your boom potential. Kyler Murray's not going to suck every week. They're going to figure it out at some point. I mean, you mentioned uh, Hopkins is coming back. 
I, I mean, I, Marquise I, Brown had 14 catches this week. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a, a burner had 14 catches. So, I mean, wow. like, that's an offense that, you know. They're trying to figure it out. They're they got, figuring they it got out. a little shit going on in that running back room with yeah. James Conner. I've never been a big James Conner guy. Yeah. And uh, before we go to our next matchup, we'll, and we'll talk to Adam about this, but I think it's safe to say that he's going to be our worst team in the league. He Ouch. has the lowest scoring points, and he's also been scored against the most. That's like – that's like kicking somebody while they're down. Yeah, he's just getting body bag. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting body bag. And we'll have to see how he feels about that and what's the move if he just punts this season, tries to get tanking for two a season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what is what does that even look like? I mean, does he try to trade people off and get more draft capital? I don't but I don't know what he has to offer. I mean, there are some names here that you could probably get some picks for. But I mean I, and that's the other thing with our draft picks and stuff. Like I traded, I traded away Carson Wentz for a first round pick, mm-hmm. and my first round pick that I used for him was Alave, and I haven't, right. even, and he hasn't even seen the field yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like the return on investment. It's not going to be immediate per se, but it could be later down down the line. Absolutely, yeah. Our last one, Dan Urban cellmate versus the Fighting Joe Dennis's, and this I'm, was a close one. This yeah, was a this was a this was an actual which was not supposed to be close at all. But I picked Joe Dennis. I looked at the matchups, and I'm like, I have a feeling about this. So were you thinking – so I was betting against Saquon and Zeke coming back. Yep, and they were playing each other in the last game. And, so, uh, and they still had a tough order to fill, but Saquon found the end zone, mm-hmm. got him over the hump. So did Zeke, right? Is that his first touchdown of the year? Yep, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, shitty, shitty outing for Matt Stafford. I don't know what the heck to do with him. But, um, yeah, I mean, Sean's team showed up for sure. Yeah, there's Hollywood with 14 for 17 for 140 yards. Yeah, yeah, 28 <laughs> points. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, Dan Urban, you know, he finally got some production out of Derrick Henry, but the mm-hmm. Titans are looking pretty sorry to start the season, even though they got – And Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, isn't he hurt right now? Did again, he get banged up again? Again. These are th- these are people just like – I could fall asleep for five years, mm-hmm. and I know where to find these guys on IR. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Everett. He's actually a sneaky good tight end. He is a sneaky good tight end, but – the Chargers are kind of a sneaky bad team right now. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not I don't really know if I like that coach. He mm. he does a lot of overthinking. They have a shitload of weapons. He also kind of just looks like somebody we would have made fun of in high school. Yeah, he he literally looks like a gym class hero for uh-huh. sure. He literally looks like a tryhard. And uh but the Chargers themselves, I mean, Justin Herbert pretty banged up right now. Mm-hmm. He's got a cracked rib and they're still throwing him out there. The fact that they lost by 28 to the Jags at home. That's where you got to be like, okay, Justin, take the week off, get healthy. We need you for later in the season. Because yeah. they, they're in a tough-ass division. Um, and I think, I think Tyler might want to call up somebody about some tight end depth as well. I'm, I'm looking at Gerald Everett, Noah Fant, and Brevin Jordan thinking like – Well, Noah, really Fant, Noah Fant was good when he was on Broncos, but now he's not. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, they've got – they play like four different tight ends in uh, Seattle. Yeah, right that's – and that's just, his a, name? that's just – Will Disley got a touchdown yeah, this past week. they're just – there's just guys on teams I just will never touch. Uh-huh. Like the Seahawks right now, wouldn't touch them. Even even though they have good receivers like Metcalf and Lockett, I just would never touch them. Hmm. But Sean, he's finally off the schneid. Gotta he's going to have to it. bounce back. Um, so well, that wraps up our week three. You want to cut to a break for our ad? Yeah, let's do it. Hensley's Hangout is brought to you by our old friends at Maryland Line Wine and Spirits. Voted the area's worst fake ID checkers three years running in 2008, 2009, and 2010. Stop by for all your wine and spirit needs, from top-shelf spirits like Captain Morgan to budget-friendly favorites like Franzia's Sunset Blush. 
Mark your calendar for Saturday, October 15th, when we're hosting a workshop covering the best juice containers for hiding each type of spirit and top backyard hiding places for even the largest plastic bottles of vodka. Mention promo code HENSLEY for a free green game cigar with any case of beer priced under $15.99. That's promo code HENSLEY for a free green game cigar with any case of beer priced under $15.99. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for our sponsors from Maryland Line. We're about to call in our guests down in Florida, Adam Vettery and Hunter Stem. They're about to go through hurricane season down there, and we thought we'd check in on them for a State of the Union of the Ravens and make sure they're batting down the hatches. <laughs> All right, sorry, hold on. We're, we're, we're getting situated real quick. What do you, you guys got to put your clothes back on? Well, we were going to take them off. <laughs> yeah, it does. Kyle and I do get sweaty in the uh, Hensley's Hangout podcast room, so I, I totally get it. Well, Hunter's going to pee because, you know, we're drinking, so. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, uh, who, what else way to celebrate a hurricane? So let's, yeah, let's get a little bit of a, of a status update. What's going on with this with this hurricane? Uh, it's supposed to hit, uh, like, early tomorrow morning, uh, a little bit south of us, and then make its way up. Um, but where, where my house is, it's not an evacuation zone, uh, but Hunter's was, so he's, he and his girlfriend are just coming to stay with us for the next couple of days, probably. And what, uh, so what's your, uh, what's your location, Adam? And where was, where's Hunter at? Just to give our listeners an idea of where you're at. <laughs> uh, well, I live up in, uh, Bradenton, uh, about, uh, I don't know, seven or eight miles inland. And then, uh, Hunter traveled from Sarasota. It's about 20 minutes away from us. Nice. Is it is uh, it raining there yet? Or? A little closer to the water. Is it there raining? Is it raining there yet? Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. It started raining like three hours ago or so. So, anyways, we're gonna get into the podcast. Uh, so we have Hunter now. Did he shake it? Is he good? Hunter's yeah. here. Hey, I'll what's up? You're on Hensley's Hangout podcast. Wow. What so, an honor. So. First thing we want to we, we wanted to bring you guys on to chat a little bit about what's going on with the Ravens. Um, the first thing, just overall, what is your feeling on the team through three games? I'll kick that to each of you guys. Uh, well, you know the offense has been great. Lamar's earning that contract right now, which is you know what we wanted. You know, obviously, if he sucked balls, then we'd all be fucked. So, uh, but the right. defense. Not real happy with the with the performance uh, against the Dolphins, um, and it's a little scary to know that somebody can just two a noodle fucking arm tag of Iloa throws it deep five times and they're all touchdowns. It's all fucking bullshit. So yeah, when when two when two is out here looking like Pat Mahomes, it's it's embarrassing. And Devontae Parker yeah. just absolutely torching us, who is a, a failure. And uh, <laughs> and a uh, hunter, I guess I'll I'll ask you a question. Since we were talking about it in the group message, what do you make of J.K. Dobbins in the run game? Mm. Oh man, it was nice to finally see the run game get a little life, but it's been so brutal. There's just nothing there, and like I don't know what's going on. I feel like we got to start running Lamar maybe a little bit more with the uh, run pass option, but there doesn't seem to be any push on the line either. Well, maybe we're on. I like the balance with Lamar. I mean, I like that they're not running him like 15, 20 times a game. Like yeah. the 9 to 11 range is good. Yeah. And it's our RPO or like some of those, he tucks it down and scramble to get that first down. 
but I just wish they would start with a run on like these first and ten sometimes, yeah. and like they just overthink on these third and short sometimes, like these end arounds to Duvernay on yeah. like second and ten. Like, what are you? You're putting yourself in positions to have to throw down the field with a already like kind of like stringent group of wide receivers. And, and when you're at when you're when it's a play where they know exactly what's coming, exactly they can shut it. They always shut it down. And I know, Adam, we're going to kick this question to you because I feel like you could go on a tangent with this one. <laughs> the injuries and the lack of pass rush, how, how, how much grayer is your hair turning right now? Well, I mean, you guys haven't seen me in a couple of years. I'm, I'm nearly fully gray at this point. Uh, uh, well, one thing I wanted to point out is that you didn't give me a proper introduction as your champion. Oh, excuse me. All of you. So uh, I'll me. do that for you. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. So I'm your reigning, defending, undisputed, inaugural champion mm. uh, of Cashman's Heroes. Mm-hmm. That's me, Adam K. Vettery. Um, in case you guys didn't know. So the question about the lack of the pass rush conscious. and the injuries for the Ravens is... <laughs> yeah, so so our conditioning coach is a fucking loser, obviously. Do we even no know what that guy's name is? Shape. Remember when he gave the team COVID? We need, to, we need to throw eggs at this man's house. Yeah, he needs to go. That guy, that guy's got to die. And the pass rush is, is Justin Houston, Jason Pierre, Paul, who are basically geriatric patients. So, I mean, th- th- that's not going to improve anytime soon. Mm. I will say it was nice. Speaking of edge rushers, I mean, we've got OA out there, and it reminded me that it was nice to get that that big play out of Kyle Hamilton this past week. Yeah, that was good to see. Yeah, I mean, it's early, and I think. Uh, I think he's got some growing pains just because the NFL is not Notre Dame <laughs> right, and you're course. not playing the Navy and Air Force all the time. But right. I mean, he's got a lot of skills. Uh, the only thing I would like to kick it to the, uh, our friends down in Florida, Hunter, Adam, you guys can decide who wants to answer. You know, what is Lamar going to get on this contract? He's obviously showing that he deserve, he wanted to bet on himself. He st- if he stays healthy, which let's knock on wood – Hope he does because mm-hmm. without him, our whole team goes to shit. Right. What do you guys think? I think we got to pay him. I think we should have paid him a long time ago. And I think we should have done a more front loaded, short term deal, maybe like a three year fully guaranteed. I just don't want to get too many years on the end of the Yeah, year. I agree. And that's big. And that, the one thing that I'll open up to you, Kyle, is like, I don't know what the details of this contract were and like mm-hmm. where the talks are breaking down and. Fuck Jimmy Haslam and fuck the Cleveland Browns for really <laughs> screwing us because that's where all this starts. Like, right. you know, all these quarterbacks are getting respectable contracts, and I think what gives the league a more annoyance, like the other 31 owners, is that, like, if you're going to give a $230 million fully guaranteed contract, why are you giving it to a scumbag like Deshaun Watson? And it's not that, like, Deshaun – and Deshaun Watson also hasn't played, like, two years. Right. I mean, he – yeah, it's he had moments where he was awesome, but he also had a plenty of moments where he was, like, not the second coming. Uh, honest, honestly, and I wonder what you guys, as uh, longtime devout Ravens heads, think about this. But I, I wonder if we even end up signing him to a long-term deal at this point, like, or do we do two franchise tags and then let somebody else do it? I, uh, I, I don't know. At this, at this point, the price tag of that deal and everything that's going to be in on it, I, it's like it's almost hard for me to imagine the team actually Let's nutting up and doing it. Hunter, Adam, you guys give your opinion, and then I'll give mine. Well, uh, uh, let me let me. Uh, I want to kick a question back to you, and, and I'll also answer. Uh, my question to you is: Since when do, does the NFL follow the lead of the Cleveland Browns? 
Well, is the that, thing. Well, it's not that the NFL follows the lead. It's more the question of Lamar Jackson saw that is like, well, the Cleveland Browns think that Deshaun Watson is worth right. two hundred thirty million dollars, and it's not just Lamar. The next people that are due up for deals are going to be like, well, I think I'm worthy of that. Like, and Deshaun Watson, like as good as he's quote unquote been. I don't know if he was worth that money and people are going to be like, like Derek, like everybody, the next man up always gets a similar deal, if not more, you know, like Joe Flacco set the precedence. And then like the Matt Ryans, the Matt Stafford's like Derek Carr's, these guys haven't done shit besides Matt Stafford finally winning a Super Bowl. But like, it kind of reminds me of like how the Jaguars had to pay Christian Kirk 10 times as much as he's worth to get in the Jaguars suck. And, it's but, like it's the yeah. same. It's the same situation with the Browns. And I'm, I'm kind of curious to hear Adam's opinion of Lamar. I know he goes back and forth with it, but what do you think if what they should do with Lamar Jackson? Uh, you know, I, I I'm not a I'm not I'm not a guy who thinks he's gonna be a great long term asset. He's definitely the entire offense right now. Um, but you know, doing like a six year fully guaranteed contract would be foolish. Yes, uh, right. For anybody, it's not just Lamar. It's just agreed. There's no, um, well, I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to let the somebody else do it. Huh. Yeah, and I agree with Hunter on like a short, a shorter deal. I mean, we can't just have a guy eat all the cap. I mean, it hasn't worked for any team. No, yeah. it doesn't. Like, look at look at the Packers. Like Aaron Rodgers wanted that, and they 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 don't have any. They got, they basically have us for a wide receiver right now. So like, yeah. but so like with that in mind, if Lamar if if Lamar is saying you have to pay me. Fifty million dollars a year guaranteed, and the team is saying, "No, we can't do that." We'll Somebody be else will, right? So, do you think someone else will, or do you think we'll end up with that shorter term contract? My my whole thing is, I think Lamar Jackson, and this sounds like stupid as shit, but he is the Baltimore Ravens, and he's such an asset to them on and off the field. Like he is their identity. Like right. I just don't understand why you're having these conversations. Like, is Lamar worth it or not? Like, he, without Lamar, we are not the Ravens. Right. He literally puts us in every game. We can beat the Patrick Mahomes. We can beat the Josh Allens. Mm-hmm. We can beat everybody in the AFC if Lamar is on our team. Do we think, do I think we're going to win a Super Bowl with him? I don't know, but I think he gives us the ability to win one. And maybe he is asking for a lot of shitload of money. And if that's the case, I respect the Ravens, but I just don't know what they're doing. And I don't want to see him playing for another team. And, Everybody's like, well, we'll just franchise tag him. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he holds out. Like, I don't know, but we need we sh- we need to get a deal done. And I think he wants to stay, but I just think he knows what he's worth. And I've always heard, like, don't ever sign a contract you're unhappy with because every time you're unhappy with it, you're just going to keep thinking about it and have all these regrets. Hunter, we haven't heard from you on this. Yeah, I feel like it's like the whole image of the Ravens is changing now. I mean, we, just even free agents, it's hard. And people seem to love Lamar, but people aren't lining up to come play with him. Mm. Um, it's true. It's, it's really even in our defense, same thing. It just doesn't seem like we draw some of the players we used to and get some of the great deals we used to because people think we're going to win and be instant contenders. It seems like people love Lamar, but they don't line up to play with him in our offense, especially receivers because it's so exactly. it was so run based. But I mean, after this year, it seems like who wouldn't want to come play with Lamar? I mean, we're, we're that Devin Duvernay looks yeah, so amazing. airing it out to Devin yeah. Duvernay. Yeah, and I I agree with you completely. I said it before, like when you first started, it's like if you're if you're a wide receiver that wants to catch eighty five to ninety five balls, I mean traditional Ravens offense, you're never going to be that guy to get a hundred receptions. Like, but but when Lamar was first starting, I'm like, dude, if you're a good if you're a good wide receiver, like, do you really want to come to the Ravens and like catch sixty five seventy balls and be in an offense that's run first? But I think this year is showing that Lamar 
he makes improvements every single year. Last year he got hurt, mm-hmm. but like before, it's like he he can't throw. Then he then he won MVP, and then it was like, oh, he can't win a playoff game. Prove them wrong. And then, like, yeah. every year he just keeps proving people wrong. And I'm like, what What more do you need to see from this guy to show that he's a top-five quarterback in the league? Yeah, and I don't think anyone is disagreeing that he's a top-five quarterback in the league. I think the question is more just, like... What's the sustainability? Right. Yeah, anyway. It's quite, come to a point where, like, we're, we're, the quarterback contracts are getting so ridiculous that, like, it's going to come to a head eventually. And there's going to be an unlucky guy. And it could yeah. be Lamar, to be honest. It's, uh, you got to be reasonable at some point. Let me ask you guys this question: If you were Lamar, would you pl- would you have even played this year? Because I know I absolutely wouldn't have. I wouldn't even practice. Well, that and that's a great point too. And I think he is like that's why I have this you know feeling that like he wants to come back for the Ravens. Like he wants to play. And like remember how he kept saying like he kept putting these deadlines out. Like he really wants to make a deal. And I don't know like what his demands are because we don't know anything about it. And I don't know if the Ravens are being cocksuckers or if Lamar and his mom are being like unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very interesting because, uh, yeah, I don't know. His, his mom being his agent, I'm sure sure causes some issues there as well. Well, uh, we had one more topic to get into with you guys and that's the state of Nate McGrill's birthday. Happy birthday, Nate. Happy birthday, Nate. Happy uh, birthday, Nate. Shout out, baby. So, uh, I mean, Adam, our reigning defending inaugural yeah, after champion. after you just sucked your own dick. Like. So, I think it's important to point out here that you've been getting absolutely body bagged. You have the most points scored against you and the fewest points scored for. Uh, yeah. What? Tell us a little bit about what's going on in the clubhouse over at Nate McGrill's birthday. Uh, well, you know, we came out real fucking slow, you know, getting penetrated by Pat Wilson. I, I think I took his virginity finally, so... Good for you, buddy. <laughs> that um, is true. Th- thank you for being the first notch in my belt. You're welcome. Yeah. So right away, my entire team was hurt. Godwin, Dobbins. I had a few guys retire. I mean, they just... They rode off into the sunset. And, it's uh, called I Dynasty for a reason. Uh, the Cleveland Browns going, you know, 1-31 in 31 or whatever the hell they did uh, those two seasons. You were built to win now, and now you're you're getting the repercussions of it. You know, I, all I wanted to do was troll the league by drafting 13 tight ends and winning a championship. I did that. That's a good and now point. I'm the fucking uh, ass clown of the league. So, you know, I'm going to ride this championship as long as I can. But by God, that is not it's not going to be a repeat. Hey, if you, it, live, you, if you live long enough, you see yourself become the villain. So I, I want to know if, if Nate McGrill's birthday is going for Kelby's locker, what – what is going on over at the uh, front office? What's the plan? How are you guys going to get there? Uh, well, we got to get healthy. I mean, I have I have weapons. We have weapons. I'm sorry. We have weapons out there that just simply aren't able to get on the field. They're still rehabbing. Uh, our conditioning coach is uh, the same as the Ravens. So, mm. you know, things aren't <laughs> great. But, uh, you know, I have faith in them turning it around. And the reality is a week from now, I'm going to have five more injuries. And I guess yeah, lastly, take your turns on me. Uh, yep. And uh, one of our delightful surprises, our most woke team, Prudence, Delilah, and Trans Hunter, off to a sneaky <laughs> two on one start. What are we thinking? Well, yeah, I like it. I, I uh, got some old quarterbacks. Uh, I think that's my weakness. So, but hey, you did get Sam Howell though. That's a, that's gonna be that's gonna pay off down no, the road. No, he didn't get Sam Howell. Josh did. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no Sam Howell. I got every other quarterback. Oh yeah, you got you you drafted like Desmond Ritter. And you do stuff. you do have Tyrod Taylor and his punctured lung on your bench. Yeah. I hope, I hope he gets be, that check. Starting soon though, so 
that'll be a, that'll be a start soon here after the last night. You know, so we were wondering, we were talking about this earlier. You've got AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, and Devontae Smith. You've got the entire Eagles offense, and they're all yeah. going apeshit right now. Do you start all three next week? No, we're gonna go two or three. We're gonna pick which receiver. We're probably just gonna go back with AJ Brown and, and Goddard. Smith is just too small. He's just too much of the slim reaper. He could get hurt at any time. There's hurricane winds down in Florida. <laughs> That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, fellas, it's been real. Thank you guys so much for calling in. Appreciate your time. Thanks, fellas. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, farewell. Yeah. Stay Happy safe. Birthday. Yeah, be safe out there. Go Ravens. Go Ravens. Later, boys. Wow. So uh, I guess the last segment we're going to go for today is I Choose You, presented this week by the Maryland My favorite. Line. So uh, here we go. Okay, so just like last week, me and Pat are going to go through all of the week four lineups, pick who we think is going to win each one, and then whoever gets the most wrong has to take a shot of Malort before or at the beginning of next week's episode. And I pray it's you this week. Yeah, how was that? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling a little loose. I'm sweating a lot. <laughs> it, I don't know why my body reacts terribly to this alcohol, but it was not enjoyable. Fair enough. So week one, or I'm sorry, our first matchup is yourself versus Joe Dennis's. Battle of the one and two match, or battle of the one and two teams. I think I've got the stronger roster. I think I'm going to get the W here. I got I to gotta bet on myself. Let's hope I pick the right RBs. Uh, but let's be real. Sean's personnel might just hand me this win. Yeah, I think uh, I think I have to go with you too. I bet on um, Sean last week. I thought he had some strong matchups. Not sure if Lightning can strike twice with him with you. And I think you have a pretty solid team. So I'm going to roll with uh, Abshake in 2032 as well. I, I will say uh, Saquon looks good. Yeah, I mean, they said that he was going to have a bounce-back game or a bounce-back season. Uh, we'll see the long-term effects of it this season, but uh, so far, so good for the Giants. So next matchup, Donnie's running tab versus Mundus' last rep. I'm going to go with Donnie here. I think especially with Swift injured, potentially. Well, Swift probably out. Michael Thomas maybe out. I, I think Donnie's going to take this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to say me too, and I mm-hmm. can't wait to beat the shit out of Paul this week. Uh, I, and also, if Justin Herbert's out for him, like lights out, I think I'm just going to piss. It's going to be like pistol whipping a blind kid. I just can't overthink my lineup. Ride with Lamar. Um, again, fuck Paul. So this is going to be fun. So uh, we're taking Buffalo this week. That's obviously a tough defense. Yep. What do you think is going to happen with Lamar? High scoring game. Um, I don't see where Buffalo's defense holds back Lamar. I don't see where our defense holds back Josh Allen. Uh, Micah Hyde went down on IR for the Bills. They got a lot of young guys at cornerback right now that are unproven. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think it'll be a high scoring match. I don't know who's going to win, but for for me, I think Lamar's going to put up points. Lamar's going to win regardless. So our next one, we got Ernie McRaven and Dan Erdman's cellmate. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Dan Erdman this week. I went against him last week, and uh, I know it was a hot take, but I did prevail. But um, I'm waiting for Dan Erdman to have Javante Williams go against Las Vegas in a nice matchup. I think Remy Dubs, I think, might need to be plugged in the lineup for Tyler over Alan Lazard. I think he's got more of a big play potential over Alan Lazard. 
I'm going with Josh and the McCracken. I don't think that Russell Wilson can keep sucking the same way that he has. I think Josh has a lot of talent. He's gotten a lot of bad beats the last couple of weeks, so I think he's going to bounce back. I think the big names are going to come through for him. Uh, our fourth matchup, we got Boakland and Nate McGrill's birthday. I'm going to go ahead and say the, the, the chinks in the armor were showing for Brennan's team this past week. It, uh, you know, some people are maybe starting to get hurt and some questionable tags on there. I'm going for the upset and picking Nate. Wow. That is, that, I think that's a hotter take than when I took Joe Dennis last week for somebody who hasn't broken 100 yet. No chance I'm picking Nate's team right now. I'm rolling with Brennan. I'm just rolling with my uh, undisputed inaugural defending champion. Oh, man, 1-0. Damn, uh, that is tough to beat. <laughs> so lastly, we've got Prudence Delilah versus the Heflins. I'm not overthinking this one. I'm just going with, I'm just going with Prudence. I like his team. He's gotten a couple of bad beats as well, but I mean, I think Christian McCaffrey, he's due for a, a huge game, and I think uh, all of those Eagles are going to come through. Plus, if Bateman really, really reels a couple in versus the Bills, I think I think it could be a big week for Prudence. They fucked me last week, but I'm going to roll with the Heflin Syndicate. There's no mm-hmm. way they can do it to me twice. Um, I'm just praying that Jonathan Taylor shows up. Justin Jefferson, please show up. Um, and here's a question for you. Does Brendan start Mitch Trubisky against the Jets? I was about to say, if Brendan keeps starting Justin Fields, he's not going to win. Justin Fields stinks. He really sucks. <laughs> it's really hard to recommend Mitch or Baker, but I think yeah. versus the Jets. I think he's thrown like 20-something passes his entire season and three, through three games. Oh, Justin, you mean. Justin Fields is only yeah. throwing like 25 passes. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. So, I mean... I think that wraps it up. So uh, hopefully you're taking the Lord shot. Uh, just a couple of reminder to our league. You know, New Orleans does play Minnesota at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium right. in London at 9:30 a.m. Don't forget to set your lineup. Uh, so far, I am planning to go to the Ravens and Bills game in Baltimore, but they're calling for 80% chance of rain. I don't know how heavy it's going to be, and I know you're having Paul and his girlfriend Gina down for the day to right. watch football. Right. Should I go or should I come over? Selfishly, I'm going to say you should skip it, but if I was you, I would go and sit in the rain. That means a lot to hear you say that. I personally <laughs> do not want to sit in the rain, especially <laughs> after watching what the Ravens did with the Dolphins at home. Um, and I would like to hang out with you guys too. Selfishly, it means a lot for my co-host to actually appreciate my company. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I think I told my friend who invited me that we'll make a we'll make an assessment by Thursday to see if it's worth going downtown. Mm. Well, uh, Adam and Hunter... Best of luck with the hurricane. Um, hopefully that hopefully you keep power in time to download this episode of the podcast. And uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon. Cheers. When I slide